Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Amazon Instant Video. Do you have Amazon Prime? If you do then you have Amazon Instant Video. When you're done aimlessly browsing Netflix, flip over to Amazon Video until you inevitably end up watching reruns of Family Guy. Today, Jacob Free is on our podcast. We're talking about, I don't think we've talked about this before, but trying to work your way into a community. Also, so he didn't do comedy for a really long time. He was doing comedy pretty heavily. He was in a community. Comedy, you gotta get in the reps. You gotta be into it. You gotta do it all the time. It's a muscle. You don't use it, you lose it. You know this, even if you don't do comedy, you like spoken a language before. You speak Spanish. Spanish is probably shit now because you haven't been speaking it. Jacob and I, we we go all over the place, but we talk about that in particular. What's it like getting back in to something you once loved, trying that out? But it's more than that. We talk about figuring out what you're passionate about, what you like to do. This is a real career-oriented podcast that you're gonna love, and I'm gonna love you for the rest of your life. Let's do this. Let's take a Okay, I liked, I liked your concept. We're rolling, by the way, but I, you know, I just kind of okay, cool. segue it in. Um, okay, I do, because I think this is an interesting topic, and I kind of have some opinions about it but it's it's uh it's kind of it really if you break it down i think i don't know if you'd agree with this but it's like breaking into a friend group do you know what i mean for sure yeah yeah so what is uh what is your your uh you were doing comedy in cincinnati ohio for a while right i was how long (laughs) years ago well uh, started doing it when I was 15 and then I never really wanted to stop. <laughs> I just kind of ended up doing the whole college thing, got into that. And then now that I'm out, I'm like, college is kind of a joke and I want to get back into comedy. But at the same time, I've been out of it for so long. Okay. That it's kind of weird to go back. Let's okay. I kind of want to, okay. You say college. I want to kind of. Dig, that's interesting to me. What? How's college a joke to you? I mean, it's just like, I went, I did it. I was in my field while I was in school. I was working in my field. I was, I studied uh, media and broadcasting. Okay. Um, so while I was there, I, was, I got a job with the school, like directing. Well, it started out just filming all the athletics. So like the basketball games, baseball, all that. And then by the end, by the end of it all, I was directing productions for ESPN3 and doing all that. And I was like, oh, this is going to be how it is when I get out. I'll find something for sure. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then when I graduated, uh, they kind of hooked me up with the job at Channel 12 here. Okay. And there was no money in that at all. (laughs) 
the schedule was just awful. And I was like, this isn't, this isn't a forever thing. Like there's very little positions in the field that are like something you can do for the rest of your existence to do like media broadcast, that kind of route. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was, I did the same. I did, um, I did that in college as well. I did, I think it was even a little more broader. It was communications, but that's one thing I realized, like I do software now and that's, that's because that's because pretty much in college, every, even my professors, like I took a photojournalism class and my professor was like, yeah, this is fun. Photojournalism is fun and here's how to do it well, but don't be a photojournalist because you will make like $29,000 a year and you will find yourself hiding in bushes taking pictures of famous people. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah. so I just <laughs> went a different route. So what are you up to now? Well, I worked at the news station for like 11 months, almost a year. And I was just running out of money. Uh, so I had to find something I wanted something overall. I just wanted something more stable, like a nine to five, uh, that paid a little bit more, at least enough that I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck and could save up a little bit. And I found, well, one of the girls I worked with at NKU and then we worked together at uh channel 12, she found a job on Craigslist cause she was trying to get out of it too. Um, and it was at this art consultation company, uh, where it's basically like, we just, all I do now is I frame artwork, I frame mirrors and I'll stretch canvas like every day, all day. And it's real laid back. And they let me listen to headphones while I work. I just listen to podcasts and music all day. Okay, so now you're, but now you're like, I want to do, I want to get back into the comet, the Cincinnati comet, comedy scene, which is, um, it's a tight knit group. Yeah. yeah, it is. But that's the thing too. It's changed a lot. Like the people at least have changed. And I mean, I've been going to go bananas up here the since I was club. 15. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like, it's changed so much though. <laughs> just the people that are like working there and everything. Like some of the old people are still there and they all like, and it's not like, like whenever I go back, everybody's still like, Oh, Jake's here. That's cool. And I feel welcome just to be there. And I love hanging out up there, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to like, uh, get back onto a show yet. And I'm not, but I've like emailed a couple times to get on a show and I haven't heard anything back. Okay. Which is kind of weird. Who wait, emailing to be on like a bar show or something? No, no, no. Just like the open mic at the club. Really? Okay. Well, we both know who's responsible for blowing you off. I kind of name. Yeah. I I don't want to say anything. It's like maybe they'll listen to it. They don't, don't say that. But, uh, Interesting. So do you, how is it, how is it in terms of click wise, do you feel like 
people, do you feel like people are getting to know you? Are you putting yourself out there? Are you trying to say, hey, this is me. I know I haven't been here in a while and there's a whole lot of new guys out here doing comedy. Um, but yeah, this is me. It's weird because I don't know who, like every time I go up there, I'm, I can tell a few of the people that have been there for long enough that they're like, oh, they're like the regular ones in the scene now. Other times where I come up there and I'm like, I have no idea if this is like your first time or like if you're somebody I need to get to know to try. I, I'm, I just don't know everybody. And I went last week and for the first time there was somebody working the door that I didn't know. Yeah. $5. And I was like, Oh, cause you know, if you're a comic, you just go yeah. and hang out. They're, they're cool like that. But I was, I had to be like, oh, no, I'm a comic. But, and then he, like, looked at the list, and I was like, no, I'm not on the show. And then another guy that, he knows me because I, I hung out with comedians around him, and he's a comic, and he kind of vouched for me at the door. And he was like, no, no, he's a comic. He's good. But then, like, when I walked away, he was like, well, he's allegedly a comic. And I was like, oh, man. I really got to get back into it if I want to be considered part of the whole community again. Yeah, okay, but here's the thing, is at least you have this, uh, you do still have connections, because here's what I'll bring up. Everyone that starts doing comedy or anything, anything where you need to be involved in a community, you need to be involved in a scene people need to know your name and you need to shake hands, add people on Facebook. It's it's an awkward sure. and annoying initial stage where you're shaking random people's hands, you're kind of putting yourself out there, you're waiting for people to honestly, you're just like waiting for people to like notice that you're a guy and you're not going anywhere. So I think what I what here's I don't know what I don't know what your rebuttal is to this, but what I've seen and in my own case is you kind of get in the community, you look for other people that are also new in the community, and you cling to them. You kind of say, "Oh, hey, you're new. Oh, nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody pays attention to you." And that's fair. I don't like when I was in that same scene you're describing. I wasn't nice. I wasn't super nice to new people. It wasn't like. For me, it was like I'm trying to hang out with. Oh my yeah, friends. you're not until they hang out. Until they hang out for a while. Exactly. So it's it was like you know That's you, you got to find you got to find the other losers. You got to be like, oh, you're a loser. I'm a loser <laughs> too. Nobody gives a shit about me. So you can kind of cling to each other until until you just give it enough time and you're all of a sudden. I've seen it with so many people. All of a sudden, you're in. It's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I don't know how long he's been here, but he's a part of the group, you just got to keep showing up. What do you think of that? No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that'd actually be a good angle to take at it. <laughs> the other thing, it's like, I see comedy and, I mean, it's just like the whole media, it's the same issue with the media thing. It's like, it's not something you do forever. And I guess that also goes into why you get into it too, like your reasonings and how far you want to take it. Yeah. I mean, I think what I, I think about doing it, I'm just, 
I'm just trying to do it for fun. And then if it takes me somewhere, I mean, it's like, I guess it's like you and the podcast, right? You're just, it's just something you like to do. Yeah. No, I honestly like what I'm, what I think, I mean, this now it's something I do like to do, but I was doing, even out here, I don't really, I don't do stand up anymore, but I do, I do improv now. And I was only really doing stand up to make friends. So, but now, but now I really like it's, it is, I found it more, it's difficult to make friends in the stand up community and it's easy to make friends in the improv community. So honestly, like doing live comedy in whatever capacity, my main goal, it's not my, it's not my bread and butter. I'm not great at it, but I'm doing it because I want friends. So what, what are, what are your goals for doing comedy? I just to be a part of something. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's like, and there's times where I'm like, maybe comedy isn't the thing that I need to be a part of because I've done it. I know it's not something that I might want to do forever. Yeah. But there's times where I like go to the club for just like open mics and just to hang out and watch to see the new people to see what's going on now. And I'm like, well, there, I mean, it's not like, there's definitely a few that have been around and, they're figuring it out, but then you see the other ones that bomb because they're new at it, and you're like, "Well, I could do better than this." And you're like, "I, I, I should at least do it to give an audience something more than that." Yeah, I don't. I know what you're saying, but yeah. Yeah, and this was one thing I kind of struggled with because I found myself wanting to go. Honestly, I was like wanting to go to open mics just to, for me, I wanted to just hang out. It wasn't even from a standpoint of like, oh, I feel like anyone, you know what I mean? Like I owe people better comedy than what's being out there. For me, I just wanted to go to open mics because I wanted to hang out. I wanted to meet people and I wanted to make friends. This was me. This was my personal, um, my motivation for wanting to do it. Because I was like, oh, I'm not, from what I've realized, I don't want to get into it, but like comedy is, is, is more tough than ever. Uh, to be successful at, but it is a cool, awesome place to make funny friends. Yeah. That's my It's very easy to hang out and talk to those people. Right. And like you said, you want to be a part of something. Like you said, you want to be a part of something bigger, right? Was that, were those your words? Yeah, just because now I feel like, you know, I got out of the thing that I went to school to do and then... I'm, now I'm kind of a little bit more stable. Like I got the nine to five Monday through Friday. I got my weekends back. Yeah. And now I'm just, and my nights. So I definitely have the schedule to do comedy, but it's at the same time, as much as I'm like, well, I want to get back into it just to be back in that community. At the same time, I'm like, I mean, it's stand up though. They don't really need another white guy. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that, and th- okay, here's what I'll say, I'll, my rebuttal to that is, stand-up doesn't need another anybody, stand-up's fine, stand-up doesn't want you, so it, it, you gotta do stand-up because you want to do it, you gotta say, 
and this might not be you, it's definitely not me, it's you gotta say to stand up, to whatever it is, uh, whatever, I know, I know everything about doing this is pushing me away and saying we don't need you, we don't want you, we've got plenty. I think if you really wanna do it and you really wanna be successful, you have to say, well, screw it, I'm gonna do it anyway. Even though I'm constantly, I'm constantly being shoved out by, by stand-up. It's like, it's, it's similar to like living here in LA or living in New York City. I feel like from what I've noticed, these are cities that are saying, get out. We are trying to actively kick people out. And it's one of those, if you wanna live there, you you have to be, it, you, it's really gotta be worth it to you because it's tough. So that's kind of, that's the simile I would compare it to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I mean, that's how it is with everything too, which is why, because <laughs> like the part of me that's like, why do you wanna get back to the stand-up? Why not look for something else? For anything else, it's the same kind of scenario too. Yeah. It's like, is it going to lead anywhere? And if it does lead somewhere, how hard do you want to work for it? Yeah. And I I'm, I think it's okay. Man, I think it's okay now. And it, for me, I've kind of, I'm doing this podcast. Is it super successful? No. But do people listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. And I've turned it into something that I can scale up. So I'm at the point where I'm just doing fun stuff that I like to do. I make enough money that I can do that. I'm blessed enough. I don't need to be super successful. I don't need to sell ads on this podcast. I can just do whatever I want. Cause to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not that I've, I met a guy, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but I was talking to him one time and I was listening to everything he does to be successful in comedy. He lives out here. He, he was telling me everything he's doing. He's grinding so hard, showing up, doing comedy every night of the week, getting up everywhere he can. And I was so glad I talked to him because when I spoke to him, I realized like, oh, dude, this is his bag. This is what he wants to do. And I do not have that. That sounds like a miserable existence <laughs> to me, you know? Yeah, man. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I don't know. It's like, it's weird because like I graduated and I got into the news thing and then I was just like, I had a weird schedule and if I did have any free time, I was just like video games or like, and at work, I'm just constantly looking at screens. So I started doing the whole wood burning thing just to get away from screens. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that, and I, that kind of took off a little bit, like way more than I thought it would. It yeah. was just something I was going to do for fun on the side. And then people were like, oh, I'll buy that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then somebody mentioned me to a guy that was running a craft show. And he got in touch with me or they sent me the application for it. And I signed up for that and did a show, just a craft show. And did like I made back everything I put into it and a little bit more, and now that's kind of a side thing I'm doing now. And Do you, people, it's weird because people that I've met through that are like, "Oh yeah, that's Jake. He, he's an artist." And I'm like, "No, no, I was just doing this for fun." And then other people are like, "You gotta get a website and do all this." And I was like, "No, I'm just doing this for fun." <laughs> 
do you enjoy the mechanics of was it wood burning or woodworking? What what did you call it? Yeah, it's just wood burning. I buy some coasters, some like plain wooden coasters at Michael's, and then I draw up a design. I do a bunch of old cartoon characters and stuff like that from the nineties, and uh, I just burn those on and enough off of it that it's like, oh, I never thought that would be something in less than a year. But you like, do you like the mechanics of burning wood? Do you like doing that? Does it, is it something yeah. you oh, enjoy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's just something fun that I can do on the side that I know uh, that it was enjoyable and I always wanted to do something with wood. So I was like, let's try this. And then I would, a lot of stuff happens where I'm just trying things and then people are like, oh yeah, do that. So which, <laughs> which do you like more? Do you like stand-up? Do you like actually doing stand-up, being on stage, doing stand-up, or do you prefer... Do you Okay, let's just do that. Do you like being... Do you like doing stand-up? Be honest with me. Don't try to be like, oh, man, I love stand-up if you don't really love it, or man, I don't really like it if you really do love it, but like, what is your actual feelings toward when you're doing stand-up comedy? How do you feel when you're doing it? I like doing it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not... Like, I know there's bad nights, but, like, those don't really affect me as much. I'm just like, oh, that, like, I can see through the reality of it enough to be like, oh, yeah, that happens and move on. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Do you feel... Aside, just trying to find something to kind of keep you busy. It's like you said, like, with your job now, like, people say, like find out what you love and make that your job. And it's like, don't, don't do that. Cause then you'll start to hate it. Yeah. This is my, I was talking with my friend the other day. It's yeah. find, find a job that you can tolerate in your, yep. you're good at. Like you like the mechanics of it. If that makes sense. You like, yep. no matter what the content is, you're actually producing. You like doing the job. You know, like you, let's say you're a wood burner. Let's say you really like it. It's not the fact that you like to create something artistic like that. It's the fact that day in, day out, you like to burn wood. Like for me, my bread and butter is doing software. That's it, man. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. I just like the mechanics of sitting on a computer and writing code and testing and troubleshooting stuff. I can, I can sit in a chair and do that for eight hours straight every day. That is tolerable for me, you know? Fulfilling? Yeah, man. Fulfilling? No. Like, not fulfilling. I got to do stuff on the side to actually, like, feel like I'm, like, doing something artistic. Right, and right, right. Feeling that need, but, like. But your job is what funds the things you want to do. Exactly. That's it. And I can tolerate right. it. I'm not miserable, man. I enjoy, I enjoy going to work, man. It is not a chore for me. Yeah. Yeah, so what, so your job now, do you feel, oh man, I, I want to go, don't, don't let me forget, I want to talk about how you feel in the community that you're trying to get into, if you feel like you're kind <laughs> of a loser, and you feel like you're kind of shunned, and you feel like you don't belong, but I want to ask you, your job now, do you like getting up in the morning and going and doing it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hate it just as much as anybody else who's comfortable with their job hates it. <laughs> okay. 
it's just I like the work. I, the work is fine. I I can zone out. I can focus on it. And as long as people leave me alone, I'm fine. It's just the other people that I work with sometimes that can get annoying. But it's the work itself is fine. Okay, that's fair. You gotta like the people you work with too. That's like such a yeah. That is you spend you spend. This is such a cliche thing people are saying these days, but you 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 know your work, the people you work with, better than you know your wife, dude. Yeah, you know? man, because you see them more often. You do, and I know obviously you're like, you know, your wife, your kids, your parents, your, you know, your best friends and stuff, you're, you're like obviously intimate in a way that you'd never be with your coworkers, but... It's weird, man. It yeah. really is strange. It's like, man, you're with these people a lot of your existence. You got to you got to be able to tolerate them, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not everyone I work with. There's No, I know. A few I didn't get along with and then it's like a couple of weeks ago they were like, "Hey, we're all going to go out after work." It was like a Friday night. They're like, "We're all going to go out tonight. Do you want to come?" And I was like, "I I don't I don't need more of you." Yeah, you're like, no, yeah, I know what you mean. And that's fine, yeah. too. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's one thing I've noticed is it would it would suck to hate the people I work with, you know? Yeah. Because it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Have you ever done that? There's someone you work with? What? Wait, what did you ask me? What's that? What did I you? Said, have you ever dated someone you worked with? Oh, dated. Um... I've like hooked up with people I've worked with. Which, oh man, that sounds awful. It's not, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Everyone always says that, but it's, I feel like if you're a grown up, it's not that Yeah, if bad. you're handling it right, but. Yeah. No, it I was. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, I've done it twice and it's not been a problem. Okay. That's what I'll say. But, because yeah. they were cool. They were like cool people. I liked them. And it wasn't weird or anything. Just be professional. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I didn't, I actually said hated the people I work with and you thought I said dated. But, and I'm. Oh, my bad, man. No, you're cool. <laughs> but I, I was like, yeah, I can say this. I don't care. But yeah, I've done that two times. Um, I'm a stud. People like me. I get with tons of chicks, dude. Oh, for sure. That's all I've ever it's, gotten. I was like, I gotta get on this guy's podcast. Yeah, dude. That's what <laughs> I'm. That's my identity. Um. <laughs> all right. I don't want to talk about me anymore. I want to know. I want to know how you feel coming back into. I, I love this because all right, me getting started in stand up in Cincinnati. I did it. I did it. Same thing as you. Um. It took a while. It took a while to get in. It took a while to break in, but I've seen it happen for me and other people. Eventually, you just become part of the crew, you know, if you show up enough. So, what? how has your experience been? I mean, I'm kind of, I'm still just kind of in the starting parts of it. It's just weird starting over. It, yeah. It's like you've been through all of it before. You... I, I went through it. I worked my way into it. And now I have to do the whole thing again with a new crew of people with some of the old ones still on it. But the one, the guys that are like 
from back then that are running shows now. It's like they're running great shows, and I would love to be on those shows, but at the same time, I have no idea what's going to happen when I go back to it because I haven't done it in so long. And I'm ready to just bomb, but I don't want to bomb on the shows that they're working hard on to get crowds at. Yeah, dude, whatever, man. It doesn't matter. Don't. I know it doesn't. But I'm telling you from a <laughs> my standpoint, like I've been in that headspace before. Um, yeah. Try. You know what? All people ask is that you take it seriously and you try. Yeah. No one's gonna be mad at you if you if they book you on a show <laughs> and you don't do well, but you try. You come prepared. You know your jokes, and you know if it's not going well, you do a little crowd work. If you really put in the effort, it's all that matters, man. Yeah. I mean, I know how it works enough, and I can watch new people and be like, well, if they just worded this this way, it would have gone down better. So I know enough about the formula of how to say things that I can feel comfortable getting back into it. Never fully know. Okay, just keep in mind, the stakes are never... The stakes are not that high. That's true. This, um, you know, Rand Barnaclo? Yeah. <laughs> he was actually the guy that said allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he's cool. Yeah. He, um, one thing, cause we kind of started at the same time and he, I mean, he's done the podcast a ton of times. People should know who Rand Barnaclo is. He, every, every time we would do an open mic, he'd just say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it does not matter how this set goes. It, yeah. You know, even like a bigger show. It just, it's so, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. And I say that about everything in my life that's just not, that is so insignificant. And it's so much stuff. Everything that I find myself actually thinking about and wondering, I'm like, hey, take a step back, realize doesn't matter. Someone books you on a show. You're like, oh man, this is my first time. Someone's giving me an opportunity back on the saddle again. I better not fuck it up. I better not. I'm not going to fuck this up. And then you you bomb. You do terribly. So what? Maybe they don't book you on a show ever again. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Yeah, man. You just got to be comfortable with what you do. Yeah. And that's I don't know, another aspect of it that's weird going back into it is because I am timid to go back into it because I'm like, is this, do I want to see what else is out there? Uh, but it's like, like people, like my distant relatives and like, who are like, oh, you're still doing comedy. Like they know me because I did comedy in high school and <laughs> they, uh, like I went to a guy's birthday party at this bar we all went to, and this guy was like, "You still doing comedy? When are you gonna start being big in that?" And I was just drunk, and I said, "Oh, just give me six years." Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's weird. It's weird having one side of your life just know you for comedy, I and mean, it's like I've I've been doing a lot of other things since then, <laughs> and none of that like the stuff I went to school for. It's like. Like, I was directing for ESPN3, which at the time was, like, a 
big deal when it first started, and it was kind of like nobody ever cared about that as much as they cared about the comedy stuff. Yeah, I know, and that's why I never really, like, wrapped my identity in anything artistic that I do because I don't want people asking me about it. You know what I mean? Because it's this... People, okay, because people will always do that. They'll always say to you, like, how's the comedy going? Oh, you no, you're not mm-hmm. famous? Oh, man, you suck. They're just saying that because they're <laughs> like, they just want to feel good about themselves. They just want to say that and be like, "You're oh, you're not successful? Oh, well, I feel better about myself for not doing what I wanted to do because knowing someone else did try what they wanted to do and they're not successful, I feel better about me. That's it, dude. Because people people love that, man. They just want to feel yeah. better about themselves, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, like, personally, overall, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. I'm just looking for something to do besides work and video games. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, you can do the wood burning, but you're not going to make any friends doing that. I don't know if you're looking for friends, but I'm just kind of doing that just as a thing I can do apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel that. I've kind of got my I've got my hobbies too that are like I can do and I like doing them, but I that's I I got to do something, a hobby that's communal and like I can make friends doing that's you know what I mean yeah. especially like I mean I'm I've I don't have a ton of friends in LA you know so it's important to find sure. people with similar interests you know after college you're not making friends man you gotta really put the effort in yeah I mean and I still I still think everybody I knew from before is like we're friends like they can they consider us friends enough that we'll hang out we'll drink uh, and we'll say hi when we see each other in public and all that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess I'm in as much as I want to be socially. It's just kind of doing the actual performing again. That's weird to get back into. And it's a lot of it's mental. Just oh, it's all, yeah. How to talk definitely. to people about stuff and how to get on shows now. Yeah, so. it does, dude. Ultimately, have fun, enjoy whatever it is, and don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, because it's all. I mean, this is what I always say. This I don't. I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but I I say this to people like, pretend, pretend you already know that you're not going to be, you're never going to have a Netflix special or you're never going to, whatever it is, whatever business you're starting or whatever whatever it is that you want to do, pretend that you aren't going to be wildly successful. Like, let's just keep it in the realm of comedy. Pretend it's a Netflix special. Like, understanding, okay, you already know that in the future you will never have a Netflix special. Now what? Now what? Do you still do comedy? Do you like doing comedy? 
Or are you doing this because one day you think, oh, I will get a Netflix special? So that's always my advice to people. It's like, what what do you want to be doing? What Not what are you doing in the hopes that something beneficial will come, but like, what do you want to be doing? What do you enjoy the mechanics of doing? Is it comedy? For a lot of people, it is. Yeah. I think a lot of it, I don't know. I, I, for, for me, writing is a big part of it too. Just like when I was doing the media stuff in college, a lot of the stuff I did on like big group projects and like some class projects and all that stuff. And even if there was like a group of us that wrote the script, the professor would always be like, okay, Jake, you go over this and make sure it all makes sense. And I'm, good at looking at things and just being able to fix what's there and notice what what's right and wrong and that kind of stuff. So overall, I just wanted to like, like my big plan back in the day was to like go to some TV program and write for that. And then, I mean, I just got into other stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean... Do whatever that, I mean, if you like doing, if you like doing writing, if you like writing TV stuff, I mean, pursue it, but you gotta, whatever it is, man, just fulfill yourself creatively and pay your bills, man. Yeah. And no, it'll never be anything. Yeah. Or just be, be comfortable with the fact that potentially this could not be lucrative. Sure. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, I don't know, but that's just, that's just me. And I'm not, I'm different than a lot of people, but that's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, that makes yeah. sense. That's, that's another reason that I'm like, uh, like hesitant to get back into comedy because I'm like, is, overall, is it going to be anything? And then I'm like, what if I go into this other thing instead? Thing there. <laughs> You're, you just kind of have to, make a decision on what you want to go out and actually do. Yeah, and I think pick the one you like doing more. Pick the one, not the one that you have this weird, grandiose dream of, you know, the the one you have the weird, grandiose dream about is not the right one, but the one that, like, day in, day out, you think, I want to be doing this, I like, I'm dying to do this, or I feel like doing this, that's the one, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's just kind of a decision that, I don't know, I think everybody, it's that whole, like, whoa. it's that whole thing you face in, college, or in high school before you go to college, and you're like, what am I going to major in? And then there's all these different things. Yeah. You're like, and, but with those things, you're like, yep, I'm going to major in this, and I'm going to get this job. And then you get out, and I think at the end of all that, it's just kind of like, oh, that's not as picture perfect as they tell you it's going to be while you're in college. Yeah, they need to do a better, I don't know, in college that for like kids, I can't believe kids are still going to college, by the way. That's yeah. insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, they don't really do that. They don't really, they really should do something where they expose you 
to something vocational, like very seriously to a bunch of different stuff. And then they say, hey, which one wasn't that bad? Which one of those jobs that you were doing, you were like, hey, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. I can yeah, do my brother this. does trade school, and I'm like, You're, he's doing it right. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't mind it, dude. I, I thought about that. Like, if I did, I know, like, I, I could do plumbing. You know, there's a lot of shit, but I could do that. I could get into that. <laughs> I could not yeah. mind that. Nope. But yeah, when it just, if you don't go to college for law to be a lawyer or do something in the health field or in engineering, that those are the three things I'm like, yeah, college might help out, but it's still like not guaranteed. Yeah, dude, that's it. I will, I will second that, dude. If you're, like, don't, people gotta stop, I don't know, yeah, if you need, like, some sort of certification or whatever to get your occupation, then sure, go do it, pay the money, but, like, for most people, stop going to college. Like, if you're a kid listening to this podcast now and you haven't gone to college, don't. This is this. Don't I am. I am warning you now. Don't say no one warned you. Don't go. Do not. Joey Bertoff says, "Don't go to college. <laughs> You're gonna end up with a ton of debt. It's really expensive, and yep. you won't be that much further than when you came out." Like I'm warning you now. Don't go. Sorry, yeah, I'm, man. I'm talking to figurative people. No, man. But <laughs> you get it. Oh yeah, I lived it. I still have the debt. I am not paying it back yet, but it's there. Where'd you go? And it was because when I got out, I got the job at Channel 12 uh, in the field doing what I knew how to do because of college. And then when they called me to get my student loans, uh, they told me I did not make enough money to pay it back with them in a year. You still have to pay them back, though? I do have to pay them back, yes. They just, they were like, oh, you're not making enough money. You can either pay us the money that you don't have enough of to make these payments, or you can get back to us in a year, and we'll add a little bit more interest onto it. Yeah, dude. That's... Yeah. It's awful, man. Isn't that... That's crazy, though, that you can take out... I mean, a debt in a career that's not, you know what I mean? Like, you can take out, I know, like, kids that took out huge loans to be, like, missionaries. They went to, like, Bible school, and they wanted to be missionaries, and then they were, like, super, tons of debt, and then they were going to be missionaries, which, like, you're not making, you're not making bank as a missionary. You can't, like, work up the ladder as a missionary. It's not the way it works, man. It makes no sense. You got, like, $75,000 in debt. You're making like twenty five thousand a year as a missionary. Forget about it, dude. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't we don't gotta just shit on college. Um, people know. No, man. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like people are wising up and kids are getting smarter, but I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think college overall makes you more open to society and how to act. Because I know a lot of, like, they're just still, like, bullying like they would in uh, high school. And it's like, you just, they just don't know how to act in a certain type of community. Yeah, you know, and you're right. You're right. And I'm, I went to a super cheap school, so I did, I did okay. I didn't have to take out any loans or anything. Um, and you're yeah. right. Cause I, college did change me. I enjoyed my college experience. Um, and I paid, yeah. a, I paid the correct price for it. Like I paid three and a half, I paid like about 7,000 a year for tuition. And that was, and I felt like, yeah, you know what? It benefited me for that much money. But I know people that were paying like thirty thousand a year. If I paid thirty thousand a year for what I got from Indiana from yeah. Fort Wayne University, I would be I would say it wasn't yeah. worth it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean I went to NKU and I mean I feel like while I was there, I thought I was doing everything right. <laughs> what do you the mean? experience there was fine. But like, just like what I was doing with the student work and, like, the first time, I tried, I went for a year and then uh, I had the whole parent thing where they're like, you're doing media and broadcasting, that's nothing. And then I dropped out for three years and just did comedy hardcore. You did what, hardcore? And I just, I went back into comedy. Oh, Okay. And did that full on. Like I had the, uh, I had the nine to five. I was doing shows like three times a week, every night. I, I went up to New York and auditioned for Last Comic Standing. <laughs> oh wow! I took, I took all those steps. <laughs> and even though, like, I mean, the Last Comic Standing thing is a complete joke when it comes to auditions. But uh, overall, it was just about doing the experience. They're like having the opportunity to do those things. Yeah. And I'm glad I did all of it because I was young enough to do it. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty cool, man. Regardless of, I don't know, regardless yeah. of how things turn out, I think that's a important way to look at your life. Yeah. What'd you get to do? Yeah, man. Cool, dude. Yeah. You uh, you got I'm, anything? I'm, you got this is what I've been doing lately. But do you have anything that you want to? Any wisdom you want to lay on people? Any like thoughts or anything that you could tell people? Hey, this this is what I Jacob Free have experienced, and people should know. Like an advice. Yeah, man. Much. Don't go to college. Okay. Don't go to college unless you want to be a lawyer, health person, or an engineer. Do what you love for work. Yeah. <laughs> Find something that's comfortable to do, pays the bills, and can fund what you actually want to do. And then do that. Love it. With your actual wants in life. 
and then do that. Right on. Yeah. Well, this has been great, man. This has been dope. Yeah, man. It's everything I thought it would be. Yeah. Well, do you have anything to plug? Anything? Get a website. We can see your artwork or your comedy or... Uh, my uh, wood stuff is uh, all on my Instagram. And that's Jake for your diehard. And uh, I'm in an art show in April on April 15th. Where that? I'll have more. It's at the St. Pius Church, which is a weird, it's the same place the last one was. Uh, it's in Erlanger, Kentucky. Uh, I'll have more information on it uh, as it gets closer. Uh, my Facebook is Jacob Free because an ex of mine made my Facebook when Facebook first came out, and it won't let me change it to Jake. So. So Jacob Free on Facebook. Yeah, they've like frozen everyone's name. Yeah. Like I'll always be Joey Van Bertoft, and that's that's not my middle name. Oh man. But it kinda is now. Do you, I guess. Go, by Joey Bert- Do you go by Joe or Joey? I don't care. Anything. All right. Joseph, either All way. Right. If you're writing me a check, Joseph. J O S E P H, that is my name. Otherwise oh, I don't care. All right, man. Huh. Well, this has been dope. Yeah, yeah. All right, have a good one, dude. All right. See you. All right, peace, buddy.